0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Ghost Stickles time! It is! It's Ghost it time! It's mostly toasty, post.
1: Posty, <laughs> woasty. Woasty. Loasty. Loasty. It's your post- song! Toast- you
0: made the song Most- up!
1: You don't know. Or is this the song? No. You just. It's Stickles is-
0: time!
1: It's like Elaine Stritch. And it
0: doesn't have anything to do with testicles.
1: You remind me of Elaine Stritch when she did, shortly before she passed away, which is a horrible thing to say about someone. You remind yeah, me thanks. of so-and-so right before they died. Um, That's
0: so sweet. Thank you. But
1: not not because of that. It's like before, like in a couple of years before she died, she did a Stephen Sondheim review where she was like on stage singing like her, the best uh, of Sondheim best from of- her own repertoire. And uh, it's really funny. She had such a great way with the audience. That even. even. Even though she would fuck up, like, I'm So Pretty is a really difficult song because there's a lot, it's easy to, you know, you lose your place and you're in a whole other fucking part of the song without realizing it because it's the same thing over and over and over again, right? Um... But she was like, she kept going, I'm so pretty and, and fuck and, and, and no, it's, I'm so pretty. And the audience <laughs> chitty, is chitty laughing bang, and she's, no. and she finally like, I'm so pretty and, uh, and pretty, witty and gay. And they all started clapping. She's like, thank you. And then she continued on with the song. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here,
0: I need to write it down. I think I've only gotten it right I once. I should write
1: like a little proper <laughs> little, like accompaniment for it or something. You know?
0: Yeah, that would be helpful. It's, that would yeah. Ha- I'll just Surely. Surely that would help me remember what
1: (laughs) I'm doing. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm. I'm just kind of you know. I'm. I'm existing. Trucking. Trucking. I've taken up meditation again. Did I tell you that? I haven't like like serious serious meditation. Like I've been doing it for like a like 30 minutes a stretch, and I'm trying to build up to doing it. I'm trying to do it where I can go for an hour. I used to like many many moons ago. I used to be able to do it, and it's very uh, it's very rejuvenating. I, I find it really cool. Like I it's. My mind is rarely still, so the opportunity to kind of train it to just shut the fuck up for a little bit is really nice. But I I always come away from a meditation session feeling a little better, even for, like, no specific reason. You know, I don't—it's not like I walk away from a meditation session going, oh, I now have the answers to everything. It's more like, oh, now everything seems so much smaller than it did before, like, in a good way. Right. So I've been practicing that a lot lately, and it's— It's
0: nice. it's, It's nice. I can't meditate very well. Because I'll fall asleep.
1: Well, you just have it's to. It's like,
0: well, oh, that's... my mind is quiet, and I'm not doing anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, half the battle, half the battle is is uh, training your mind not to fall asleep. Like that's because it is. When you get really relaxed, it's easy. But if you focus on like your breathing, um, and stuff like that, like there's certain things you can do to keep from falling asleep, but still get the benefits of the relaxation without it leading you into just because that used to happen to me all my... the time too. I'd be like, I'd be, yeah, like, oh, I this can't. is nah. Not...
0: And I then i my For me, that uh, letting go of whatever your thoughts are, mm-hmm. w- uh, whenever I would run, that was always oh, a yeah. really good practice yeah. for me. Because it would just, if your mind was going, it would go. But, you know, then you're trying not to die as you jog. And for some reason, eventually, it was just like I'm going. And I would get back and, like, not remember the run. And that was always, like, yeah. the best. Like, I knew that I'd really—
1: that's kind of you know back when I was going to the gym, uh, you know when when gyms existed, uh, <laughs> and I would get on I would get on like the elliptical and and uh, get up to the point where I was like just on there doing like the highest resistance uh, possible for like 30, 40 minutes straight, and the time would just pass so quickly because I would just kind of go into this sort of trance like state, which is. Really yeah. nice, and it's like, hey, it's a it's a one two punch one might it cleanses my my mind, so to speak, and it mm-hmm. also uh, yeah. cleanses my arteries of uh, that cheesecake I had so That's right. it's really nice, but you know um because we all suffer from anxiety there are uh, the one of the huge benefits of of uh, what's called like breath counting or breath awareness in meditation is that there have been uh, some really really credible scientific studies that show deep breathing even in short intervals really can reduce a panic attack like if you're if mm-hmm. you find yourself in the middle of a panic attack i mean i know it sounds trite to say just take a deep breath but what's meant by that if you sit there and actually take three or more very long deep you know like diaphragmatic breaths and then blow them out quickly like it you instantly feel a little better like not yeah. it doesn't make the anxiety attack completely go away but it puts you more in a position of control where you can manage it and eventually the the mood will dissipate, it absolutely works. So if any of you are having anxiety, I, I strongly recommend practicing at least just the breathing part of meditation because it's, well,
0: it's that a could be huge too if you're- help. Doing kind of like elliptical running cardio stuff, yeah. You do have to be in control of your breath,
1: absolutely. So, uh,
0: so that you don't die, so you don't perish. (laughs) There's all there's all
1: kinds of benefits to you know even moderate exercise because of the way your brain gets richer amounts of oxygen because you're just breathing in a more consistent, conscious way, and so your brain is like, oh, nice. You're giving your brain a a banquet. It is hot, which is why I'm meditating and not running. (laughs) <laughs> right. Meditation is also easier I was out, on the knees. I was
0: outside today, but <laughs> I wasn't running. Yuck. I was painting.
1: I don't think I've been outside, and I haven't been outside at all today.
0: Oh no! It's and I was only warm. outside
1: once yesterday.
0: I was outside from nine until one thirty, and then we started recording it too. Oof. I was painting a long. dresser it's that we long. got for the girls, and uh, doing a nice gray wash on it. I'm sure it um, at looks first lovely. I was like, it does. Uh, I just have to put it together now. Um, well, I got to varnish it. I got to varnish it and then put it together. But um, oh, I love the smell of varnish. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. It's just really hot, and it was one of those things like your body will acclimate to the heat. But whew, it took a. It took a minute. What's that like? Because like, mine does
1: not. <laughs> My body is yeah. not. I'm a fucking polar bear. Apparently. Yeah.
0: Eventually, I did. I mean, it was hot. I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't 98 degrees outside while I was. At eight o'clock in the morning, or I'm sorry, ten o'clock in the morning. Whatever, it was eight o'clock somewhere. Um, <laughs> it was it was very hot, but and mm. I sweat a lot. I actually texted you about it and said I'm I'm sweating off someone's weight. Lord knows it's not going to be mine. <laughs> that's not how it works. You're a clairvoyant sweater. That's right, I am. You're welcome. Whoever lost all of that. <laughs> oh, so much sweat. But anyway, let's get started. Yeah, we have stories. Let's,
1: let's jump in. Am I going first or are you going
0: first? Me- you are always going
1: I'm I'm always first okay then I'll stop asking okay the first one comes from <laughs> Darcy uh, hey there, y'all. I appreciate that, y'all, Darcy. We both do. Long time, yeah. no spooks. <laughs> I hope to see you two at a con sometime in the next decade. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> but until then, uh, here's a little wholesome story for you guys. Last Saturday, my husband and I had to put down our hamster princess, Fluffy Butt. <laughs> Aww, I was sad, and so then I read minute. the name Fluffy Butt, and I'm not sad anymore. Um... <laughs> pre- <laughs> Princess Fluffy Butt is my favorite. That's such a good so name. so favorite. Uh, I'm going to start calling Gus that as a nickname, Princess Fluffy Butt. That's um, accurate for She me. had started dragging her hind legs and developed a cancerous tumor on the base of her spine. Oh, oh. We wanted more time with her, but we rarely get what we want. Ain't that the truth? She was a ripe old, two-ish years old uh, <laughs> when she went to sleep. I guess that's old for a hamster. Um, yeah. We took her home, and it was raining, so we couldn't bury her. I didn't want her to decompose, so I popped her in the deep freezer until Sunday. You got to do it. Uh, We had our time to mourn and come to terms uh, with things while we put away her stuff and cleaned her cage. Sunday rolled Mm -hmm. around, and it was a comfortable temperature, so we pulled her out of the freezer and transferred her to a smaller box before heading to the back of the house to bury her. Immediately after we finished planting the flowers above her grave, it started raining. We had a good laugh as we ran inside to avoid the downpour that came out of nowhere. As I slipped off my shoes, I felt a very distinct scurrying across my toes. If there's one thing you needed to know about Princess, it's that she was an escape artist. She had escaped twice in the first month we had her. The second time we found her because she scurried across my foot. That's exactly what I felt. I got a bit misty and let my husband know before collapsing into a puddle of tears. I collected myself and went on with my day. Once the rain passed, I looked outside to see a gorgeous double rainbow. Double rainbow! I had to, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'd never seen a rainbow in front of our house because our house faces the south. Does that have any bearing on whether or not you can see? I didn't realize that.
0: I, don't, I didn't either. I didn't know rainbows I were know. directional,
1: but I, I don't know. I have to look it up. Um, I went out to the front porch and looked up. Uh, Looked up and took a picture for my phone before I felt that same scurrying across my toes I believe that that moment when she crossed I believe that's the moment she crossed the Rainbow Bridge We still miss her There will always be a small fluffy spot in our hearts uh, where she used to live But we know Princess Fluffybutt is at peace Thank you all for all you do and keep on spooping Love Darcy and Mark. Oh, you guys. Aw, that's a
0: sweet story. Thank it's you, Darcy story. and Mark and Princess Fluffy Butt.
1: I love when pets Aww. are like. I love when pets are like. Hey, just want to let you know I'm okay. Bye. Yeah. It's always heartbreaking, Aww. but it's. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh.
0: Um. Okay. Next up, we have Drew. This is a, a fair warning. It's a sad pet story. Another one, Jesus, Jamie. What are you Another doing one. to us? Look, they just happen when they happen. (laughs) And I'll try not to make this too long. It's not. It's very short. Our old 14-year-old family dog unexpectedly passed away. The same morning we buried him, I was sitting in my room mourning him, and I suddenly had a moment of hearing the small sound of his signature tip-tapping of his clawed feet from the hallway in front of my room. Didn't last for long, but it was a very bittersweet thing to hear, as if to bring a small comfort to me and to perhaps say one last goodbye before going over the Rainbow Bridge. Oh. Thanks for reading this, Drew. Oh. Oh, I like, though, the pets that come say hi. I know. That's sweet. Oh. Sorry. And these I just... may have come earlier, but it was really close to. Leela passing. Oh,
1: yeah, so it wasn't. I was in no space. You wasn't, yeah. Weren't prepared. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you had to process. I still have her bed next to mine,
0: and I'll sometimes put, like, a Target bag in there with stuff that I need to put away.
1: Yeah, um, and then mm. I
0: wake up in the middle of the night and see the white there, and I think it's her for just uh, a split second, yeah. and then I'm like, I can't put that target back in there anymore. It's gonna.
1: <laughs> I still sometimes, <sighs> you know, sense Angus, my old cat, around, and I, yeah. I've, I've lived in three different places since then, and and yeah. he died, I guess, a year, two years ago, something like that. But I've, I I've, right. I haven't seen him in six, because he stayed with my ex. But I'm like, I still will see him out, and I'll just get the sense or smell Point him or something. Just little, little things. The, the mind is a. Hell of a hell of a thing. Um, yeah. The next story, which I hope is not a okay. sad pet story, because I can't take this. I don't think it is. Okay, good. This one comes from John. Hiya, Jamie and Michael. Hiya, John. Hiya. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you lots for all the fun anime times the two of you have put forth. Oh, put forth, I like You're that. Welcome. We've put forth good anime times. Uh, given times <laughs> right now, you and the other VAs are helping keep my stress and what is left of my sanity in check. Oh, same. Normally, I would continue to ramble about anime, but today I've got a story about something that happened to me in my house that scared the ever-living hell out of me. John, I'm just. i ready. Go. I'm going to edit that last sentence uh, for my own amusement. I've got a story about something that happened to me in my house that scared the ever living shit out of me. Sorry, oh, thank nice. you. I just had to yeah. get that out of my system <laughs>
0: first. Editing. Sometimes there's sometimes editing. Sometimes you necessary. just.
1: Sometimes you just have to improv. Um, first, a little background. The house I live in is an old three-story building that is over a hundred three, uh, over a hundred years old. Ooh. Oh, that's okay. Haunted. Uh, the house owned by my parents. Uh, the house is owned by my parents, and I've lived in it my entire life. Currently, my parents live on the first floor. A friend lives on the second floor, and I live on and pay my rent for the third floor. Throughout my life uh, in this house, my parents, my mother especially, and I have had quite a few experiences: shadows, noises, and the like. It doesn't help that my uh, that my room from uh, when I lived on the first floor used to be lived in by a. Uh, 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 person, and as my luck would... Hang on, I lost my place. Um... Sorry, I lived on the first floor. Lived in
0: by a fellow named Beep. Beep. Oh, yeah, we
1: can't (laughs) say names. That's what it is. Okay, I was like, why is this out... Oh, oh, thank you, Jamie, for editing. I was like, am I... Am I... Sorry. Um... (laughs) Lived in on the first floor. It used to be lived in by a fellow. We'll just call him D. Uh, And as my (laughs) luck would have it, he also died in that room. Oh, appropriate that I used the word D. Um, My own apartment was also home to an old lady uh, named Mrs. D.
0: (laughs) No relation.
1: No relation to the other D. (laughs) <laughs> Until she, too, passed. Uh, my mother believes that her spirit still lingers and can, at times, still smell when she's been around. Mm. She said she always smelled musty, like she'd been hanging out in the attic, and from what my mom tells me, uh, she was not a very friendly person.
0: Oof. Must- you don't want that to hang around. Sometimes
1: musty-smelling people just are just not very friendly their I, musty
0: I, attitudes their
1: musty attitude whether well, their mustiness is kind of like a fair warning like i spent a lot of time away from people so i'm not good at this um right my That's, biggest yeah. it's <laughs> foreshadowing it, it is it is It people. <laughs> the that,
0: personality also musty
1: yeah i know so if, if not i'm not generalizing but i'm just saying if you smell like an addict odds are you act like one too um
0: and fucking at it. I don't know how that plays <laughs> in.
1: It's a dark, musty place you don't want to go unless you absolutely <laughs> have to. And it's where you put Christmas decorations in the off-season. My biggest experience happened on Easter weekend <laughs> of 2018 after I'd already lived on the third floor for a little while. I remember it being Easter weekend because I made plans that Easter Sunday to go to Anime Boston. Ah, yes. It was Saturday night, and I was coming home later than I was planning. I volunteer at a theater in my hometown. Theaters uh, theaters used a huge passion of mine. Good for you, John. And I was stage managing a production of Shakespeare's A Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, such, I love it. I'm jealous. Uh, My friend who was in the show needed a ride home. So by the time I dropped him off and got to my house, it was already close to midnight. Before I went upstairs to my apartment, I went to my parents' apartment and said goodnight to my mom who was dozing on her recliner. My father had already gone to bed and I wished her a happy Easter because I knew I would be off to Boston the next morning and would not be seeing her. As I left the apartment and just as I was about to start climbing the staircase to my room or to my apartment, I heard a very bizarre and inhuman sound. To me, it sounded almost like a cat yelling, very slowly and very drawn out. Now, my neighborhood has had a few feral cats in the area, but it it did not sound like it was coming from outside it was coming from up the staircase. The staircase curves, so I couldn't see if anyone or anything was on the landing of the second floor. My neighbor slash friend on the second floor has two cats, but neither of them ever have, have ever made a noise, uh, certainly not a noise like that. The worst I ever heard from them would uh, would be one of them who has since passed used to sneak into the front hall and lightly meow, lightly meow outside my apartment door. But this sounded nothing like that. As I listened to this noise for about 10 to 15 seconds, I thought for a split second that maybe it is a cat. That is, until I heard it clear as day say, in the same drawn out scratchy tone, Harold. <laughs> I I froze for a moment Hello 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 (laughs) Hello Sorry Uh I froze for a moment before doing the only logical thing I could think of, run back to my parents' apartment, scared as hell, and wake up my mother to tell her what had just happened. She was a bit annoyed because, one, I woke her up past midnight, and two, she knew I had to get up early to catch my bus out of Hartford. I very slowly made my way up the stairs, finding nothing out of the ordinary, but I did turn on all the lights in my apartment once I made it up there and was very reluctant to turn them off. I have yet to hear any more weird noises since then, and I actually talked to my mom recently about it. She had forgotten about this as she was was half asleep at the time and can be a very deep sleeper she believed uh, she believed me 100% and even mentioned recent abnormal events involving pictures of my late uncle I'm hoping she will let me tell that tale on a later day yes us too let's Ooh, it sounds, yeah you can't you can't give us a, a teaser like that and, and yeah, not right? deliver come on come on um thank you for hearing my story. I hope you enjoyed it. We did. And I hope I can mm-hmm. see you at an upcoming convention once this all blows over. Yes, once and only after <laughs> this all but blows it all over. over. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime Thank you again. Keep doing what you do and stay awesome, y'all. I, I love that everyone's Yay. using y'all now. I love it. Thank you, John. Thank you. That was a cool story. Yeah. Good I story. mean I will say, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, that some cats are really good at mimicking human speech, but that does not explain how the creature was in your house and where the fuck it went.
0: Yeah, right. So yeah, it's, weird.
1: it's that's it's odd. It's odd. That would that would that would probably curdle my blood a little too if I.
0: Hey, it's July, and you know what that means? <gasps>
1: we have more chats coming up
0: more discord chats for our patreon more discord chats People, for our folks, patrons patrons. Awesome. patrons patrons that's what it is uh, our, our, patrons. Our,
1: our patronus our, patro- our, our patronuses, patronuses.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> so our dates for that are the 14th is for the full discord and then the 28th will be the phantasm tier uh, chats they're they've been really really fun we have a great time with them so come yeah, with have, questions. We get, and so some fun we get so many ideas. We get so many ideas
1: for the show while talking to you guys. So please, if you yeah. have some input or some uh, some notions about what we uh, should do with future episodes, that the chats are definitely when and where
0: to let us yes. know. Yes, and we also have on the Discord. We have different sections for uh, if you have any recommendations about ghost stories, especially on that Phantasm tier, recommendations about titles. But we have tiers from a dollar all the way up to $20. There's a lot of options for you to help support us. This is our mm. commercial. We don't have any other commercials right now. We're trying to avoid that as long as possible. So uh, the Patreon so is the way to make that happen. <laughs> so if we would yes. love your support. Um, any support is appreciated but if you are on I believe it's the $8 and up tiers you will be a part of the Discord there's even a and d game that's going on with listeners which (laughs) is really cool cool. so it's a great community if you guys are interested um, definitely the Discord is a way to do that but we appreciate any support that you can give us on that Patreon again it's patreon.com slash Google Intentions or you can just Google
1: And if you're on the fence about being a patron, just join us for the All Skate Chat on the 14th and you'll get to see how cool the community is. That's for Discord. That's for Discord. Yeah, the Discord chat, right. Yeah, join us on the 14th, right? That's the 14th?
0: Yeah, but only if you're Discord.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you have to be on Discord. Right,
0: that's
1: what I'm saying. Yes. I got confused. I'm confusing myself.
0: We love you guys. Join
1: us on the 14th (laughs) and the 20th. Check
0: out the... Patreon. Uh, you can also find it at com. Thank you guys. I love you. Love you too. When I was growing up, I remember waking up and um there was like a little side area to the house that was next to the door. Uh I had a sliding glass door mm-hmm. in my room. And uh there was I heard like screaming and howling coming. I woke up in the middle of the night, heard it, and I was like, what is going on? And there were Uh, There was a cat in heat, another cat, cat, and there was a lot of noise going on that was horrifying. And then it got—it was so regular, though, with either cats in heat or cats fighting right there. Yeah. That uh, I would just wake up and, like, throw something at the window to get them to go away. (laughs) From what started off as horrifying to just like, oh, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. But that cats, cats though, make the, the weirdest
1: hello. noise. Do you know? Uh, yeah. I think researchers have found that cats don't usually meow like that uh, unless they're around people. They don't. They don't use those sounds with each other unless they're in a, like fight Which is a different set of sounds. But the meowing, the yeah. specific meow, they they're trying to mimic the sound of a child crying because that there's some instinct in most humans that make us want to go check it out and help. And so yeah. cats have learned like, oh, that gets that gets the the two legs. <laughs> on their feet in our Moving. direction with food. Yeah. So cats learn. We had, um, we had a couple of pharaoh cats in our neighborhood that we used to just leave food out for. And they weren't, they never, one of them never made a sound but, and was very terrified of us. But very slowly, very slowly started meowing, but only to, only to us because we were the bringer, hmm. the food bringers. It was yeah. her way of, of reminding us that she was hungry because she realized, oh, oh, humans respond to that noise. I'm going to do it. So it's like they learn, they learn a new skill.
0: <laughs> yeah, My, to the last time I had before I realized I was allergic, uh, I rescued her and I renamed her Kathy because she was so chatty, like the <laughs> chattiest cat. She would just have full conversations with you. You could just be like, "How are you today?" <laughs> What'd you do? Wah, wah, wah. Like you'd just <laughs> talk to her and she would answer you 100%. She was the cutest. She was like seven pounds, little tabby. And she would uh, also, she also liked to sleep in your lap. And she was much she was a very, very social cat.
1: I had uh, one I had one I like loved that her that was so very much. chatty, but I, I was convinced he was just mocking me.
0: To so be like, Hey, how yeah. are you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's like,
1: fuck you, cat.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> Kathy was fully invested in the stories that she was telling you, every event that happened during her day, she was gonna let you know about <laughs> in this series of meows. I will for say hours. It was really funny.
1: The the thought just occurred to me, and and I'm not sure if this was the intention in your story, John. But it's also possible that that wasn't a cat at all, but the ghost of a musty old attic dwelling lady. Just saying, because old ladies sounds old, similar. Old ladies sound like that too. Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's very true, musty lady.
1: Play that sound, <laughs> musty <in> your... <laughs>
0: lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's a lady.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa musty lady. <laughs> Talking about that musty lady. <laughs> she smells like an attic. She
1: smells like mothballs and and, <laughs> and <Warther's> originals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is what it's like to live with me. By the way, I always make a like songs like that pop into my head constantly. So I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't know anything about um, that living with Brandon. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's always
1: it's always a
0: musical around here. It may not be a good one that anybody wants to Brandon see. Brandon turns but everything.
1: Always- Brandon turns everything into songs that like you would hear on a kid's show. Time to brush my teeth. Like, <laughs> stop it.
0: Yeah, mine is is taking music that's already there and just rewording it
1: to fit my needs. You are 33 years old.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Jack does the same thing, so it's really fun to write, like, I'll just say a line with whatever word I said that's included in this song, and then he'll pick it up from there. (laughs) Uh, Much like what we just did. It's pretty constant. I love it. Okay, so next we Mm. have Jacqueline. Jacqueline? 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 I want to say Jacqueline, but then if I say it slow, it's Jacqueline.
1: I've always said Jacqueline. Sounds Jacqueline.
0: Jacqueline. 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 Anyway. (laughs) uh, Hi, guys. (laughs) Thank you for getting us through these uncertain times with some unsettling stories. You're welcome. Our pleasure. I never thought of this particular story, uh, that this particular story was spooky enough for the podcast, but it's part of our family zeitgeist now, and I thought you guys might enjoy hearing it. We do want to hear it. I was coming home for winter break in 2011. I attended school at Appalachian State in North Carolina, and I was battling some cyclical seasonal affective disorder Uh courtesy of a particularly dark and grim holiday season. It was also the first time I was staying in my family's new apartment, and I was struggling with the adjustment. My parents were going through a bitter divorce, and my father in a petty maneuver, forced an addition to mediation, wherein if we couldn't sell our house within six months, the price would depreciate monthly. He hoped this would force us into moving in with him, but his nature is such that we would rather live in a cramped altogether than in his new spacious house. He can be a scary man, and all of us would rather live in a car than be alone with him. Ooh. Ouch. Uh, I was in my sophomore year and understood that the house would not, in the same way, be my home anymore. But to lose it forever in such a vindictive way hurt me deeply. The apartment wasn't terrible, but in a house as chaotic as mine, I had learned to regroup in the comfort of my bathroom under a flower mural painted for me. It was the only room in the house I was allowed to lock and the only place that was truly mine. Hmm. The apartment was on the edge of a newer development and was arranged in the strange, practical way that North Carolina architects learned to use Uh, learned to use cheap and hilly land. The Mm, front door mm, was mm. around the back, hidden under a cherry tree. Once you stepped inside, you faced a wall and needed to turn to ascend a steep set of stairs that took you to the living area where the kitchen living room and bedrooms were all laid out in a line. Mm, mm. I, thankfully, still had my own little room, but I was now sharing a bathroom with four people, and my bedroom (laughs) was directly across from the kitchen. In the deep depression that I was suffering, I didn't even have the privacy to slink around and be sad. Therefore, it's very important when you're depressed to be depressed. Yes. <laughs> People don't always get that. Right. Uh, therefore, to avoid the embarrassment that comes with being confronted with concerned family, I adjusted my hours so that I could be awake at night. I wanted deeply to be alone, but even though my family were all asleep, I'm not sure that I was. The apartment was drafty, and the stairwell shot cold gusts of air up into the loft throughout the winter. We weren't allowed to make significant changes to the place, so we pinned up a sheet to keep the heat trapped upstairs with us and lower our electric bill. One night I was sitting close to the television and saw the sheet move out of the corner of my eye. This was typical of the front door opening and I stiffened in annoyance, unprepared to talk to anyone and concerned that I hadn't heard the sound of the door open and shut. I didn't hear anyone on the stairs which wailed whenever you set foot on them. There was no sound of shoes on the tile creaks from the banister. I turned completely around. Someone was standing behind the sheet. I could see the shape of them and one eye peering out around the fabric. Uh. The eye wasn't supernatural in the least, but it wasn't a face I recognized. Whoever it was was male and stocky. They were close enough to the sheet that the fabric was shifting in front of them with their breath. I froze, waiting for an explanation, as sometimes my brothers would bring over new people who were flummoxed by our pillow fort-esque doorway. (laughs) They didn't move, and neither did I. My heart was in my throat, expanding, choking me with fear. Then they turned and walked heavily down the stairs. I felt a spike of anger and snapped, Hey! And I rushed towards the sheet, throwing it back. There was no one on the stairs. The front door was locked at the bottom, and there was not a window or deep enough shadow to hide in. I woke up my mom and searched the apartment top to bottom, examining every inch of the garage and the front door. We hadn't yet put out a spare key, and our neighbor, a night owl knitting on her balcony, hadn't seen anyone at all at our brightly lit doorway. I was terrified to be alone at night from then on. Upon being forced to change my sleep schedule back to normal, I realized that strange happenings had been going on during the day as well. The intercom would groan at odd hours, the lights would flicker and dim, Sometimes we would smell a man's cologne and the sharp scent of leather. My mom and I made a hasty sage bundle from grocery store herbs and tried to bless the place. It was peaceful from then until the day we moved out. I have no idea who was watching me through that space at our doorway and what they were waiting for standing in the cold. I wonder now, after listening to this podcast, if it could have been something I made or called with the depths of my depression and anger. We are all in a much better place now and are completely free of anything spooky. I have no answers, and to this day, it's the only topic that will make this loud Italian family fall silent. Again, thank you for everything you do. You both make this new normal actually feel normal. Love from Jacqueline.
1: Jacqueline, how how did you not think that story was spooky enough for the podcast? <laughs> no, it's
0: such I a mean, good like, story. I mean, like,
1: that's a terrifying fucking story. That's like,
0: terrifying. I,
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, oh, it's so good. I I will say, though, to your point, sometimes people that are suffering uh, with depression, because I know this is true for me and for Jamie, something about that, I don't know whether it attracts phenomenon or whether it just opens us up to what's already there that we don't normally see in much more, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, normal states of mind. But, yeah, you bring a good point. Sometimes, you know, there may be something to the whole idea that, like, you know, we can depressed. I mean, uh, the theory of the 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 prevailing theory of poltergeists, are that they're created by you know um, unconsciously by you know a, a young person going through usually one of the hardest times of their lives, puberty, um, yeah. where your hormones are raging and your your mental health is all over the goddamn map. And and the idea being that you telecan you uh, unconsciously telekinetically create all this this disturbance around you. It's it could be possible. I don't know. I'm I'm convinced it's it's a reasonable possibility. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's that. And my only thing about that is you saged and the spirit seemed to disappear. Whatever it was, the weird stuff stopped happening. uh So I would wonder if saging cheered you up from the depression, you know, not cheered you up like it's that easy, but... It, did the sage help you come out from under the depression as well? Did you still struggle with it for a while? Because if you were still struggling yeah. with it and the sage fixed the situation, then I would say it's probably not connected maybe. to the depression.
1: I don't know. It's it's subtle, isn't it? Because it's possible that, you know, that you could still, you know, maybe you're, you're, the depression created some kind of entity and then the sage, you know, lets you believe that you— conquered it. And so your depression then goes, well, that didn't work. And so your depression then focuses on other things. I, I don't know. I wonder. I just... I and it could
0: also depression be...
1: Depression has a lot in its arsenal to fuck with us.
0: Well, it could also be whatever spirit is there is using energy and creating a depressive state. Yeah. So if that yeah. spirit was depressed or whatever, and you're sensitive to that, you could be picking up on... A different type of depression, and if you have all these other stressors in your life too, it could lead you down that path a lot faster. So I'm curious, uh, curious to see if that depression stops afterwards. You could after have also just
1: your depression state could have made you more susceptible to a ghost that was more in the sensitive. throes of depression when they passed, and so yeah. they're they're more you know prone, and maybe the sage just made the ghost go, "Well, fuck you too." <laughs> I don't want to reach yeah, out, you right? know. May, you know, so who knows? Who knows? I don't know, but um, yeah, <laughs>
0: the sage made the ghost say, "They don't even want me." I man. mean, <laughs> you gotta wonder because
1: sometimes sage seems to work, and sometimes things come back mm-hmm. with a vengeance after a brief interval. Um, yeah. With Sage, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it could have just been something passing through. It could have been completely incidental. It may be that you were just going through depression, and the supernatural thing happened to align with it. But who knows? Who knows? It's complicated. No, but no, God that's damn, a that's question. a good story.
0: <laughs> so good. Oh my God. The idea of watching someone peeking at you from her. Ugh. Oh. And this is. And what makes it good, I think, is mm-hmm. because we watch a lot of those videos, and there's always some motherfucking ghost quote ghost <laughs> peeking around a corner and it's like <laughs> why are they peeking in this story there is a reason for the peeking there is something blocking the view right
1: right they're not and
0: so they're looking through you know the hole or whatever I mean that's just terrifying it is very terrifying oh, so good such a good story Ooh. 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 keep sending us your stories ghoulintentions.com yes. please 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 keep sending your stories um and I will actually. I will be at the GalaxyCon. So, galaxycon.com. GalaxyCon has been really great to this podcast. Uh, our live shows—they have two of our live shows have been uh, through GalaxyCon. Our first two, so they've always been really, really uh, welcoming and, um, and embracing of our show yeah, together. True, so we true. love we love GalaxyCon. But I will be at their online convention on Sunday, and there's a panel I think at 4 p.m. Eastern. That I will be on with some other people that are in Fairy Tale and Borderlands and some other stuff like that. Um so I'll be there for that. Do you have anything coming up? Uh
1: I well, I did uh Galaxy Con last weekend. I did my version last weekend. So uh, hey, if you guys get a chance <laughs> to go back in time, <laughs> um, you know, the Galaxy <laughs> Con experience is really good. Right? The way they run it, uh, they, they run a really good online uh, con. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's nice. really smooth. Uh, and they're they're super cool. We uh, really love them. I do have one coming up in August. I, I should have had the dates written down before I got in the booth, but it's something. It's another, it's another. It's another <laughs> Get ready. It's another Galaxy Con coming up in August. I think? I think yeah. 16th, but I'm not, don't quote me on that. Um but yeah, and then other than that, no, not not much. I'm still just, you know, like most of us, just taking it a day at a time. Just hanging
0: out. Yeah. All right, buy some furniture and paint it. That's time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to, I'm yeah, going to go right. varnish now, hopefully. I don't go know, varnish. I'll get downstairs and be like, but this couch. You can just varnish tomorrow. You got
1: a whole day to kill We're going to go
0: swimming tomorrow Ugh, in lucky. the morning. Lucky. I'm going to go float with Dot <laughs> in the, my mom's pool. Nice. It's going to be amazing. Uh, All wish, right. Wish we well, a- thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, <sighs>
1: it's okay it's to okay sleep, to with, sleep the with the lights
0: on. on.
1: I am now uh, recording.
0: I am recording. All as right.
1: Well. We love you, Matt. This is. Well, let me turn down my AC because it's Matt, like really. I'm like,
0: apologizing ahead of time for chomping ice.
1: I don't have anything here. I have no ice. I have no ice. I have only. Matt. A can he of soda ice
0: on the Discord chat. Yeah, on part. Let's, I, I ain't gonna I get.
1: Listen it. to me, Jamie, and Matt. This, this for you too. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting on that fucking chat without a drink. It's just not happening. Like, <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't be me without a gin and tonic, and I can't make a gin and tonic without ice. And eventually, I run out, and I'm in the middle of the chat. I can't just fucking. You need
0: to get big ice.
1: Then I just gnaw him on that and make an even worse noise because he'd be like, because my mouth would I be think wide big open. I the solution. Anyway, sorry. I'd, With
0: mouth wide open. Should, save, sorry. All,
1: save all this, Matt. This is this is this is probably <laughs> great for an outtaker for blackmail later on. All right, one, okay, two,
0: right. three. <laughs>